And now, in studio, sitting in the stressless, Mark Cabanella. He is with Mid-Oregon Credit Union. Mark, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yes, my name's Mark here. I'm a financial advisor with Mid-Oregon Wealth Management and just happy to be here. So, lead financial advisor with Mid-Oregon Wealth Management. I'm not familiar with that part of the company. Tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, so Mid-Oregon Wealth Management uh, is a partner of the credit union. We're a sponsored with uh, LPL Financial as our broker dealer. And, and how we partner with our credit union is uh, working with our credit union members to help them save for retirement uh, through, through different options that are available uh, with their credit union or outside their credit union with either investment accounts or, or different types of, of savings vehicles. So we're here to partner to, to help our members uh, increase their uh, financial literacy as well as helping them just feel more prepared when they need to step away from work and, and enjoy their retirement. I'm glad you mentioned that about financial literacy because I'm seeing words that I've heard before, don't really know what they all are or what they all mean, and this is tax time, so this is a, kind of an important topic and good timing for this, right? Absolutely. You know, we're talking a lot of our, our members and our, our team, especially our team members at the credit union, to, to start having those conversations with our members about those types of accounts that they can save in, uh, either tax preferential or, or, or different um, ways to save uh, and grow their assets uh, efficiently. Uh, there's there's multiple types of vehicles that you can do that, and a lot of uh, individuals might be familiar with a few of these terms. One being a traditional IRA. Okay. An IRA is a is a type of savings account that the IRS allows uh, individuals to deposit assets into it at a, either a tax deduction or a tax deferred growth. Uh, as well as uh, there's traditional IRAs and Roth IRAs, and that's kind of the the buzzword I want to talk about today. Are okay. are those Roth IRAs and how they can make a big impact in retirement planning? Uh, so I'm not a tax advisor, and I first off want to make sure all of our members know if they have those complicated tax questions to reach out to a tax professional. Um, but today, I do you have an NMLS number? Um, and NMLS, uh, I not off the top of my head. That's the the mortgage number, okay. right? So yeah, you something. Don't, you separate. don't need that. Yeah, something thing. separate. Just want to make sure we're all above board and compliant. Right, absolutely. <laughs> um, so yeah, no. So tax advisor again. If you have those specific questions on on how to file for your taxes, I would again re- mention reach out to them. But today we can talk about some of those contribution limits mm-hmm. uh, for those IRAs. And there's been some recent changes that people should be aware of. Uh, so usually. Uh, What's really interesting also right now in in tax planning is you're able to uh, make two IRA contributions. So you can make one for the previous tax year and the current tax year. So for 2022 tax year, which most people are filing for right now, You've probably seen in football, Intuit tax return, it's that tax time. And I don't know about you guys, but sometimes when I'm watching like the AFC championship and it's all Intuit, I get, oh, it's tax time again. Oh, no. Um, but uh, 22 tax year, I'm going to just say a few numbers here. Uh, if you are under the age of 50, you're able to contribute $6,000 into either a Roth or a traditional IRA. So that's the contribution maximum. And if you're above the age of 50, you're able to contribute $7,000 a year. That's what's called the catch-up provision. Uh, the IRS is you know, incentivizing those that are in their 50s to do their best to front that retirement, uh, save as much as they can before they step away from work. Uh, but the interesting change is the 23 tax year, they've increased those limits. So instead of $6,000 a year, if you're under the age of 50, you can contribute $6,500 a year. 
And then if you're over 50, it's 7,500. So they've increased it by $500 a year. Trying to promote savings. Exactly. Trying to promote savings, trying to promote those individuals to take advantage of those plans. Uh, and what I also recommend is if those, if individuals are interested and are curious about Roth IRAs or traditional IRAs, uh, explore that. Also, if you have a 401k or an employer sponsored plan, that's a, a great option as well to contribute to. Cause most of the time your employer might offer a match and, and where else are you going to get a guaranteed return? Uh, and, and that's something I would recommend to take advantage of. Reach out to your, your HR, find out if you do have those types of plans. Uh, and, and then make sure you're taking advantage of those. So IRAs are, are a lot of times are for those individuals that don't have an employer-sponsored plan or they've maxed out their employer-sponsored plan contributions and they need another avenue to save. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, some And then there's a couple of really interesting changes I think a lot of our members would be curious about. Okay. Uh, back in 2019, there was a law passed called the SECURE Act. It was right before COVID, but there was some adjustments to RMD age. Which now, is, RMD is what? Uh, Another one, one of those acronyms. Yep, it's Required Minimum Distribution. So that's the age that the IRS requires individuals that have traditional IRAs or 401k assets to uh, take a portion out and pay tax on it. Uh-huh. Um, so they, it used to be 70 and a half was the required age. They changed that to 72 back in 2019, but about a couple, this was maybe a month ago, maybe a little longer, they changed it again to 73. So a lot of people are not aware of that, uh-huh. that that RMD, that required minimum distribution age has increased to 73. And another little fact is it is increasing in 2033 to 75. So for those individuals that have about 10 years, maybe a little longer to plan for retirement, that's that's a, another adjustment that they can make in their their planning. Um, so that's in, those are interesting things, and I, and I recommend taking that into an account because there's a lot of different planning things you can think of in terms of those required minimum distributions. You know, when do I take it? What time of the year do I take it? And, and that, those are things that we can talk with our members about to make sure that they're being the most efficient with their assets. Is it best to take it in small chunks you know, because you're going to have to pay taxes on it, right? It, it depends. So it depends on the asset that they're withdrawing from. Uh, you know, if it's a, a cash account that's inside of an IRA, yeah, maybe that might make sense or, or taking it all at one time at the beginning of the year. Uh, but that's where I can really help meet with our members, meet with those in the community to walk them through that option, make sure they're making the, they have all the information available to make a, a good decision. Excellent. Yep. Uh, and a couple other things it's important to think about also when we're talking about required minimum distributions and, and, and saving for retirement is I want to go back to that Roth IRA uh, option. Roth IRAs are also very unique in that you are not required to take a a required minimum distribution from a Roth IRA. So you put, let's say you put $6,000 into a Roth IRA, you've had it in there for 20 years, now it's worth $30,000, whatever that may be. You're not required to take that out if you don't need to. Uh, And why that's unique is it doesn't impact your other taxes. So, you know, imagine you have this big Roth IRA, but you had to take a big RMD and it starts impacting your other social security tax, your other income tax. Whereas a Roth, when you pull it out, it's tax free. So it's very efficient uh, in terms of tax planning. So that's where I want to go back and make sure members are speaking with their tax professionals 
to make sure that it makes the most sense for them. And if it does, we can help them find the best security or best option inside that Roth IRA to grow their assets. Is it possible to take money from another fund, a 401k, for example, and convert it into a Roth IRA? Great question. That's what's called a Roth conversion. Roth conversions are a, 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 an awesome planning tool if, if that makes sense for a member. Some things to think about if you're interested in a Roth conversion. I'm just going to read these real quick because a lot of times it, 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 it will make sense to convert to a Roth IRA. A few things you want to think of is if you have longer than five years, that's a, a good indicator that it might be, make sense to convert to a Roth IRA. And, and really high level, what happens with a Roth conversion is when you move assets from a traditional IRA or a SEP IRA or a simple IRA and reposition those to a Roth IRA. And in doing so, you do pay a tax uh, and, and you want to make sure you, you, you are planning for that. But where it becomes beneficial is you pay the tax, you defer, let's say, five, six, seven years, you have tax-free growth, and then that asset is no longer counted uh, for our required minimum distribution uh, percentages. So that would make sense. A few things here, high level, it would make sense for you to uh, generally, a Roth conversion makes sense when you don't need the converted assets for five years, you might be in the same tax bracket when you retire. Uh, another thing is you want to make sure you can pay those conversion taxes without using the retirement funds themselves. So that's where speaking with a tax professional, want to make sure you, you, you know what those consequences are if you do convert to a Roth IRA. The, the, the biggest thing, again, is that you don't have to have those required minimum distributions on those Roth assets. All right. It's Mark Cabanella. He's lead financial advisor for Mid-Oregon Wealth Management. So this is a, a, you guys are available you as, as wealth advisors are available to Mid-Oregon Credit Union members. Absolutely. Yep. We are here to help our Mid-Oregon Credit Union members as well as our, our team, our, our members in the community. Reach out to us. Uh, we're happy to help. Uh, we're happy to give advice. These types of conversations are free of charge, free consultation. It's open to every credit union member. That's why I'm here. I'm here to serve our community. I'm here to make sure that we have, again, that financial literacy and we're taking advantage of all those tax savings that we can and we're in a better spot in the future. Is there a website we can get a hold of yet? Absolutely. We can. You can find me uh, at, if you go on midoregon.com, is it uh, <laughs> at the top of my head, midoregon.com, and on the top there's a services link, and you can find our separate website to, to our MidOregon Wealth Management website through Perfect. that. Mark Cabanello, he's with MidOregon Credit Union, and uh, we appreciate you being in today. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you.